In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, whose holiness shows through in us. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I still see them coming up on my social media feed every now and again, but not quite as much as what they were about a couple of weeks ago. Uh, What I'm talking about is those Zimbio quiz things. Anybody take one? Um, the, The one that I started off with was the one that told you which Star Wars character you were. And I was interested, and so I said, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take the quiz, I'll answer a few questions, I, I like doing that anyway. And I came out as Queen Amidala. <laughs> yeah, I, I was hoping for Yoda or Obi-Wan or, or something like that, but, but no luck. So I came out as Queen Amidala, and I said, well, I'm not sharing that. Um, uh, and, and so I said, all right, all right, no, uh, not going to do that. And then just for kicks, because uh, at the end it shows you all of the other quizzes that you can take, uh, I decided to figure out which Disney princess I was. I'm Aurora, Sleeping Beauty. Um, and, um, uh, and then after that I, I looked at the rest of them. And, and you can find out who you are in, in all sorts of different worlds. You can find out who you are uh, in the TV show um, uh, Once Upon a Time. You can find out who you are in Game of Thrones and maybe figure out when you're going to die. Um, and uh, you, you can find out who you were from Saved by the Bell um, and, and all sorts of different stuff. And I thought, well, you know, it would be really interesting if they put together one of these Zimbio quizzes uh, um, that uh, that figures out who you are in the Bible. And, uh, you know, I, I thought the questions would be really interesting. Um, you, you know, um, uh, where were you born? In a manger, um, in the temple, uh, and, and going on. Uh, you know, on a Friday night, where are you most likely to be? Um, you know, uh, hanging out with tax collectors in the temple, um, and, and different stuff like that. Uh, and, and so I, I, I was like, okay, in order to figure out how I would put this quiz together, I would need to uh, come up with kind of a a pool of people from the Bible. So I figured, first of all, I probably need to kind of whittle this down to the New Testament. Um, And then after that, I was like, okay, uh, once we whittle it down to the New Testament, who could the possible people in our quiz be? And I, I started thinking through that, and I said, well, they could be Jesus. No. Because nobody's going to get that, you know, and nobody's like him. So then I started thinking, okay, who else could people be? You know, people could be Peter, they could be Andrew, they could be St. Paul, they could be a tax collector, they could be a Pharisee. And I I started thinking about it and going, well, I, I wonder what the answers would be that would show that you were a Pharisee. Because we have this sort of um, uh, bias uh, against the Pharisees, for good reason, uh, but uh, largely speaking, we don't understand what, what the Pharisees were. In fact, we use that word Pharisee as a synonym for our word for hypocrite. Uh, basically, when, when we call somebody else a Pharisee, what we're, we're saying is that uh, they're a goody-two-shoes that's rotten on the core. And the reason that we do that is that that's essentially what Jesus said that they were. Uh, but uh, to the, the rest of the people around them, uh, the Pharisees were actually, they, they were religious rock stars. 
They were these people that were phenomenal in the way that they acted out on their faith. In fact, the Pharisees were really kind of this movement in Israel that did some pretty amazing stuff. And what they were was that they were not clergy. First of all, um, and, and so I get that a lot from, from people, you know, when, when uh, they find out that, that I'm a pastor, they say, oh, well, you're a pastor, so you have to act like a Christian. Um, and I go, no, and even if I did, I'd fail just as much as if not. But, but I, I, I thought, okay, th- these people, they're, they're not clergy. They, they're not the scribes. They're not the priests. The, these are lay people. Um, they, they, they are people that uh, they have other jobs, they're doing other stuff and yet they have made a commitment that they are going to uh, live their lives in such a way that, uh, that their righteousness is going to be seen by others in fact there's this really cool story about the Pharisees that you get from the, the Jewish histories where uh, for a while it was very in style in fashion for Pharisees to have bruises on their faces and, and that doesn't sound like a fashion trend that I'm going to be following anytime soon and, and it probably doesn't sound like one that sounds very interesting to you either However, to the Pharisees, this was kind of a badge of honor, if you will. And the reason for that is that the Pharisees, one of the things that the Pharisees were very keen on was that they were not going to be tempted into lust. And so they said, well, in order for me not to be tempted into lust, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, anytime that I see a female walking across the street or walking in my area, I am going to close my eyes. And so they would close their eyes while they were walking. I don't know why they didn't figure out just to stand there. And they'd bump into stuff. And they'd get a bruise. This was actually recorded in the Jewish histories. That this was something that Pharisees did. And Pharisees, you know, they'd compare scars, literally. And they'd say, oh, well, you have a whole lot more bruises than I do. So you must be a whole lot more holy than what I am. Well, that sort of gives us a sense of what Jesus is saying at the end of this Gospel reading. At the end of this Gospel reading, when he says that uh, if your righteousness does not uh, exceed that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you're not getting into the kingdom of heaven. If your righteousness does not exceed these, these wackos who go out and close their eyes and hit walls, well, then you're not getting in. in. Which that seems like really bad news, right? Because not many of us want to be Pharisees. Not many of us really want to um, uh, go into that level of extreme faith that we would be known as a Pharisee, even if that didn't mean necessarily hypocrite. And... and as I was thinking about this, I thought, you know, it's, it's an interesting part of what it means to be a human being that we don't want to necessarily be known as Christians for the light that is within us. 
We like to hide that. And I think probably from everything that I read about our denomination, this is probably a bigger issue for Lutherans than what it is for other people. Maybe, maybe not. But uh, it, it seems like we have maybe this uh, like extra dose of maybe unwarranted humility. That, that we say, well, uh, you know, I, I would never want somebody to think that I am good. Because we know that we're not on our own. But what we're missing out with that is that we're not on our own. That's what Jesus is telling his disciples here in this reading. He's saying, you are salt, you are light, you are a city on a hill. I am making you a public commodity. Facebook seems to change its uh, privacy settings um, every two weeks anymore. Um, and so uh, that means that every time that they change their, um, their privacy stuff or whatever, I have to sign a, a electronically a little thing. I have to hit a button that says, yes, I'm sure that I still want to do it this way. Um, and, and the reason is that apparently I am um, uh, massively strange for the Facebook community because um, I want to share everything about my life on my Facebook feed. Um, I, I don't want to hide any of my pictures. Um, if you tag me in something that I look unattractive in, I will detag it. But um, uh, other than that, I, I will um, uh, let it stand. And so a lot of you knew that I was feeling sick last night uh, because Liz posted a picture of me looking like Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Hood up, under a blanket, stuff like that. Um, and and uh, that's sort of a picture of what Jesus is telling us we are in our baptized lives. Jesus is saying, you're public. This is who you are. You're salt, you're light, you're a city on a hill. There is nothing private about you. Who you are is a follower of Christ. And, and that is a public reality. It's not a private reality. And yet, so often, we want to make it a private reality. That's what uh, God is calling out the Israelites for in our Isaiah reading. In our Isaiah reading, what's happening is that the Israelites are crying out to God. They're like, why aren't you hearing us? And, And what God comes back with is... Basically saying, you do all of your fancy schmancy ceremonies on Saturdays, because they're Jewish. But then the rest of your life, you're just evil. You're not public at all. You're you're making your faith a very private thing. And when you're in public, you you actually look like you're Satanists. You you look like you're, you're horrible people. And so what what God is telling us here is that uh, when we're filling out our Zimbio quiz, that that what we come out with is actually something that we want to share with people. When when we fill that out, that that it's saying, you are 
a son of God, a daughter of God, made that way through the cross that He died upon, made that way through His resurrection that has brought Him from death to life and has brought you through those waters of baptism into life as a public persona. To display not the good that is your own, but to display the good that is yours because of Him. And yet, we don't want to be public. It's kind of a a thing where we, we go, I don't quite know if I really want to show the world. And part of the problem there is that we have these bad paradigms for how we show the world that we're Christians. There's bad paradigms for what being a Christian means. And if we could come up with some good ones, then uh, maybe that we could feel better about sharing what it meant to be a follower of Christ. But that's tough work. And we don't like tough work. But there's something to getting into that, that, that strange place where you say, okay, I'm going to be Christian this week. I'm going to live my life as a follower of Jesus Christ, and I'm going to do the same strange stuff that He did. And I'm going to forgive people, and I'm going to love people, no matter who they are. I am going to call people out when they're doing wrong, and I am going to celebrate when I see life of faith in somebody. And if you're a follower of Christ, and maybe if you're not, that sounds like a pretty good identity. You know, when I came out as Aurora, Sleeping Beauty, um, I thought, man, how lame of a Disney princess am I? (laughs) Sleeping Beauty. What what, what does she do? She sleeps. I, I wanted to be, you know, Jasmine, wild and exotic. Or, you know, maybe, maybe like, uh, Snow White, kind of embattled, um, or, or some, somebody like that. But yeah, I came out as Aurora, and I was like, oh, yuck. <laughs> but when you fill that out, when, when, when you get to the end of this service, what you should leave when, uh, with when I say, go in peace, serve the Lord, and you say is that your identity is now wrapped up in Jesus. That when you're reading the Gospels this week, that what you're doing is you're saying, this is who I am. It's really weird. I'm I'm a first century Jewish rabbi. How am I going to make that work in my life? And it's going to be this grand experiment. And you're going to go through your life acting like this Jewish rabbi guy. And you're going to fail so bad. And 
then you're going to come back here, and you're going to go, I failed, let's try this again. And he's going to say, you're forgiven. Let's do this again. And every time, you're going to come back to this place saying, you know, I thought that was my identity, and then I went out into the world and I tried to live like Aurora, I mean Jesus. And I found out that that wasn't me. And Jesus invites you back here once again and says, No, this is who you are. Let me make you that again. Time and time again. So that you can be salt. And that you can be light. Amen.